Hi, and welcome to How to Ruin Dinner, Conversations from the University. I'm your host, Mary Trace, here with my new student co-host, Valana Dondina Doolin. Did you get that name? Valana Dondina Doolin. And we are excited for our spring 2023 semester of discussions about political correctness. I, w- I was saying earlier to Valana that I can't hear this term safe space without feeling a little queasy. There's something too precious about the idea that we need to be protected from ideas. There's this expectation that respect is a given. And that gets undermined when you need to insist upon it, when you have to talk about a space that um, is somehow inventing or reinventing a a kind of cocoon uh, where you can exist in this kind of um, safety. I was trying not to use the word safe again, but there I did. But there's just something so precious about the term that it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And maybe a little cringy. It's a little cringy. Um, The expectation that respect is a given is undermined by the need to insist upon it. Um, I guess in a way that, uh, to be precise, is it's icky. You know? And and what you're looking for is that presumption or what we've always expected is that we're, when we're in particularly a community of strangers, like a classroom, that we will be respected. So that's kind of my own personal sensitivity. And there, look, I'm asking for a safe space. But that's kind of my personal sensitivity to that term. Um, it is kind of nanny statish. Yeah. I'm right there with you, Mary. I think I I, I totally agree. Um, I think that the term safe space kind of um, sets us up to 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 look for ways in which we are in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that it cultivates an environment in which we feel contrary, in which we feel safe to say what we really think. Yeah. I mean, at some level, we're dealing with adults. And I do think that, you know, younger students, as early as elementary school, need to be taught how to interact respectfully with one another. Yeah. And I do think it's the, the professor's obligation as the leader of the classroom to be aware when common courtesy has been uh, run rut, roughshod over. But I, for the first time this semester, I included an idea about safe space in my syllabus, and I talked about it in class. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, you know, it's we've been having these discussions for a long time. So I was a little surprised at myself that I felt the need to talk about that 
right, to mm-hmm. present it in a written format, that what is expected is that we'll, we'll, you know, allow others to speak and that we won't use abusive language. And yet I did it. Yeah. So this semester, right, as we're going forward, we're going to consider how we create an ethos of community and disagreement and identity and justice and integrity, or as we've come to label these concerns, wokeness, safe spaces, curated language, cancel culture, social justice, and academic freedom. And our guests are going to come from all over the university. We've got um, philosophy professor, a political scientist, sociologist, anthropologist, and I hope we'll have a UNF administrator um, and really anyone else we can sort of wrangle into the sound booth with us um, to talk about these concerns. Um, um, and trying to set these ideas into a context, a wider context, than the university, it's these are debates um, that America's been dealing with for a while. Um, there are accusations of kind of conformist bullying on the left and the right, and the goal seems to be to shut people up, um, or one of the goals. But that's really not what the academy should be about or has been about. It's a place to engage in ideas in new and creative ways, to build on the insights of the past in light of the present. Um, So in these episodes, we want to see what the professionals have to say about the breakdown of common courtesy and intellectual curiosity. And why do we seem to be afraid of challenges to the status quo? I think one of the questions we want to ask is what is the um, impact of the Internet? Um, and has it disembodied us to the point where we forget that we're dealing with human beings? And at the same time, has it softened us to the point where even ideas make us bleed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk about thin skin, right? <laughs> Are our identities so tied to political and social movements that we can't withstand the intrusion of contrary positions without feeling personally targeted? Um, And when does questioning a belief become an attack on the individual? And conversely, when does the sensitivity of the individual prevent us from asking uncomfortable questions? I mean, the idea that dangerous ideas are to be investigated is one that universities have taken on for a long, long time. Um, so even as we've talked about these for 15 years, it's it's clear that they're not going away, that these are not fads. So what we want to do um, on How to Ruin Dinner is to see how these progressive movements, which propose to free us from oppressive traditional expectations— and the conservative responses that they elicit, which seek to preserve our cultural heritage and values, smooth the path for the inclusion of diverse points of view 
and how do they confine us intellectually and socially? Those are kind of the broad, that's kind of the broad spectrum of what we want to discuss this semester. Yeah, well said. (laughs) Well, we're eager to get started, and I hope that you'll join us this semester and that you'll send us lots of comments and five-star ratings. Why not? Yeah, come on. It's really easy. One (laughs) click of a button. Yeah. I mean, everybody does it. How's that for bullying? Yeah. How's that for conformist (laughs) bullying? All right. We'll be talking soon. 